Hello, 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 everyone. So welcome back to another episode of Sweetwater Podcast. I'm your host, Divine Priestess. Today's episode is more so going to help you guys out on your journey in regards to finding a spiritual advisor, finding a practitioner. I want you to understand that a advisor, right, a tarot reader, you know, someone who does divination is completely different than a practitioner. Okay, so I'm going to help you guys out with that. I'm also going to give you guys some things to be out on the lookout for, right? So that way, if some of these things are happening, that is your cue to run far away, okay? And then I'm told, I'm also just going to share my experience with a lot of things. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Hello, we have hey. Mambo here. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Well, hopefully you can hear me okay because I have my... Yes, I can. Yes, These ain't no me headphones. <laughs> okay, so we are talking about scammers and you are in a you know you're in a different practice and just you know try to tell people there's certain things to look at especially like when it comes to wiccan you know when it comes to voodoo when it comes to um obey you know all these different things but nonetheless a scammer can always be spotted regardless if you're familiar enough because you know i've just seen a lot of um, Orisha practitioner or these fake, you know, Orisha practitioners on these spam accounts and someone who's not familiar with the practice falls for it. Mm-hmm. And I know I've had countless people message me about, oh, your ancestors are trying to talk to you. I'm like, do you do you know who I am? <laughs> do you not know I, I communicate with spirits for a living? <laughs> What are they telling you that they haven't told me? Exactly. And now my ancestors are coming to you. They don't know you. <laughs> you know, so what are some of the the things that you typically just know that's a red flag? Okay, so from my experience, one of the things that I know that's a red flag is... Um, if you know the practice, if you have done your research on the practice and you know there's certain protocols with certain practices and you know that some people, there's a lot of people who mix and match um, the practice. Like they, 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 um, they use Vodou, Centuria, Lukumin, like some people have elekis and they belong to this particular practice. So I'll see that on their website or I'll see them selling orisha. I'm like, how do you sell yeah. orisha on the internet for $700? Yeah. So like, yeah, that you know, so yeah. And it's like, you're selling orisha products and you're selling voodoo products on one website and you are the practitioner? Red flag. You know what? That is actually a conversation I had with someone not too long ago. I will mm-hmm. always sit here and say, like, 
this particular person is creating their own practice because of their sanctity of background and also their knowledge with voodoo. And certain things that's done in Orisha practice is not done in voodoo, just like in voodoo. There's certain things that we don't, you know, it's just vice versa. And so I know that, but other people don't know that. And all they see is little spirits. I want to work with these spirits because I know what these spirits are for. I want that. Mm -hmm. And it's like curiosity. Curiosity kill the cat. People be mindful of certain people doing or quote unquote making deals with spirits. Mm-hmm. On your behalf, because they don't they don't pay the consequence. You do. Facts. Even though you pay for the service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I always try to tell people if the work ain't working, that's your that's your sign that you that's shouldn't it. go into that. Person. That's it. It is. It is really as like you should. Me personally, is. I, you know, as a, as, as a spiritual person, I sit here and I, I guess I just like tune out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So when people always sit here and say, oh, how's my energy? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not even focused on that right now. I'm doing something else. But yep. for other people, it's like if you can energetically feel that something ain't right, you, and it's more so on like a psychological level too. You can just kind of look at a person and know that they're not operating out of integrity. That's by just by just like their daily way they move around in life kind of tells you that this person doesn't operate out of integrity. And you know, you know what I find um, a little, I think, difficult for a lot of people because there's a lot of people who are coming out of the church they're dealing with spiritual trauma religious trauma and they run into these people and they're looking for somebody to save them so they allow themselves to be vulnerable which clouds their own judgments because they want that feeling of community or somebody to have their back they want to be heard they want to be listened to they want to be appreciated they want to be respected they want to matter to someone and yeah. I feel like because of their vulnerability, they become easy targets to people who don't mean them well. Yeah. Yeah, you are 100% correct on that. Because I I know for me, one thing that Spirit has always told me, which came up in my readings, was you need to find a spiritual house. Mm-hmm. And everyone around me, everyone I knew had a godparent. They were part of an ELA. They were part of all these different things. And I'm just like the floater. So I was always like in these settings in all these different delays and, you know, being invited to places. And I'm just like, some something about this place, mm-hmm. it may be great for you, but for some reason it's not speaking to me. And I'm not about to rush going to a place that is not speaking to me because there's something that, I'm not seeing in this present moment that my spirit is seeing. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people that were so quick to go under somebody mm-hmm. to end up saying like, oh, this person didn't do this for me or they didn't teach me this. 
you know, all these Ooh. different things. That's and yeah, and I'm real big on like when you I don't I don't know necessarily like the rules when it comes to this, but mm-hmm. I personally feel like if you are initiating into an Elin or associate, mm-hmm. like you are that's it. Now you, I feel like you can go to a different healing, but I also feel like there's a whole bunch of things that have to be done in order for you to now go under someone completely different. Yeah. You're getting these, you're doing you know, these ceremonies, all these different things. Now you're having to repeat the entire process over, and it costs money. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that's another thing that kind of is because a lot of people do feel like it should be free to joining these spiritual houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they do find someone that just takes them open arms and not charge them anything, that they're like, oh, this is it because I'm not paying someone. And that's, that's not to say that, you <laughs> know, just because you pay. <laughs> that's not to say, like, just because you pay, it's a scam. Because sometimes it is 100% legit. But yeah. it also comes with discernment. And also, too, at least I've had uh, people that would tell me, like, you must you must come around the ELA mm-hmm. before we'll let you in. And so that way you can kind of get a feel of, is this where you want to be? Is this where you should be? Yeah. You know, uh, and when it comes to, you know, these, these scammers online, I always would have this conversation with other practitioners because they would always be so booked, so booked and busy. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm i not big on actually promoting myself because sometimes I feel like that's solicitation. Mm-hmm. And so, but when I would promote, my uh, approach is aggressive versus some of the other creators who are very sweet or at yeah. least they're putting up the front that they're sweet in getting all these people to then for these people to realize like, oh no, this person lied. This mm-hmm. person played me. And I always try to tell people, don't go solely based off just because someone is being super sweet and kind. I was like, because a con artist is going to con you with a smile on their face. Facts. Because they know you're, you're, you buy off your emotions. That's true. You know, it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to like a place of business. You know, no one wants to be around the manager that is very stern, very strict. You know, they they always have this face, like like they're frowning. But it's like they mean business and they're not trying to waste time versus the manager that let people do what they want, very, you know, try to be everybody's friend. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the ship is sinking. Because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just trying to be people's friends. And it, I try to, you know, I, I like to be very friendly with my clients, but it's like, I am here to help you. Yeah. And me helping you is going to require honesty. It ain't always going, I, you know, Sometimes there is a nice way to say things, but then sometimes there's not, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, do you want this help or, or do you just want someone to coddle you 
And that's the thing to look out too. If you're really seeking an advisor of not having someone that's just going to be a yes man yeah. and coddle you and, and try to, it's okay. And, and honestly, spirit don't care. <laughs> that's true. Spirit, spirit don't care because I don't know how many times spirit then told me something and it did not and it was not like the nicest approach ever. <laughs> oh no, it's never nice. It's always rough. It's always uh, that tough love. Yes, and, and that's the thing where I feel like it gets a lot of people is because they're wanting that sweet, you know, super fun, you know, artsy teacher kind of guidance mm-hmm. versus that versus a PE teacher that is playing dodgeball and literally yeah. hitting for the face. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I have you ever been have you ever been scammed? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh man. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> One person was like a yard sale type of thing. Um, They wanted a deposit to hold a product. And I was like, yes, I'm coming for it. And then they blocked me. (laughs) But that was just me being like, it was a full moon. I should have known better. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. Because I was like real, you know, trying to get some stuff. Uh, So it was like furniture. Mm -hmm. So it was like Facebook sales. And then on the spiritual side, um, I did pay a practitioner um, okay. a good hundreds of dollars for okay. a work team. And the mistake that I did, I should have just given her deposits, but I paid her in full. Oh. And um, the work that I asked for never manifested. And she said she was going to send me some things, and those things never came in the mail. And because of you know, what she does and how she works and what she works with, I was like, that's a hill that I don't want to, you know. Yeah. 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 You know. So I just left it alone and took it as a loss. But I gained so much after that lesson, you know, like a month Mm -hmm. later, I became popular on TikTok and I started making money. But that's yeah. not what the work that I paid for. I paid for something else, but it yeah. never manifested. So, I I honestly, I feel like I can't confirm or deny if I was scammed. Feel like I was scammed mm-hmm. solely because. You know, if someone's reading tarot, and honestly, I don't really go to many people for, for tarot reading, because it's like, I know how to read my own, and I have, you know, people around me, so it's like, I can't 100% say I was scammed by this because this was a niche shay. Um, mm-hmm. this was uh, a baba, and I don't, you know, I know about Odoo, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat, but there's so much that goes into them that it's like, I, I've 100, if someone gave me an Odoo right now and told me to tell them what it means, it's like, I can kind of figure it out, but it's like, go too much into it and all that stuff. So it was when it came time for um, an Ebo, I paid for the reading and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, and she was 
needing a, a bow and then also another spirit needing a bow. They gave mm-hmm. me the price point. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. So mm-hmm. months later or a year later, mm-hmm. or probably months later, I end up going to um, spiritual house looking for Eli and I reached out to someone and I asked mm-hmm. for a reading and basically cast to see if, you know, if it would be a good fit for me to join his Eli, come underneath them. And mm-hmm. one thing he sat there and said was, oh, a shoe is asked, like, you need to give an elbow to a shoe. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there, I'm like, first off, I just did an elbow to a shoe. Like, I just paid for an elbow, and I literally watched it being done mm-hmm. months ago. And so, and it was funny because in the reading, one thing he said, which is something that he did, he was like, be mindful of people trying to do um, workings for you. Be mindful of people trying to do ebos for you. Mm. And I'm like, do ebo for me. You're trying to charge me $600 for it. Oh, my God. And it was funny because I end up, there's a there's an Ianifa that mm-hmm. uh, I've been around multiple times. And I, I remember one day I asked her, I said, does, does my ass shoe need an elbow? She was like, for what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> she was like, he don't need no, he don't need no elbow. He's not asking for no elbow. Who, who told you that he needed an elbow? And I'm like, oh, okay. Enough said. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> enough said. So I can't confirm or deny if like the first person that I went to mm-hmm. who did the elbow for me scammed me or not. Mm-hmm. However, I do know that when I went for uh, another reading down the line and the, the man was like, oh, you need to do a vote, I was like, something ain't adding up because I just did one. Mm-hmm. So either the person who did my first one didn't do it mm-hmm. or you try to get some money out of me. However, it's like I'm not I'm not paying for another book because it, it wasn't cheap. The first one was not cheap. I paid hundreds of dollars for that one. Mm-hmm. And like when going to someone in a closed practice versus going to someone who is not. Because closed practices it is not like picking up a tarot deck. Mm-mm. Like there's actually um systems of divination when it comes to it. So in regards to like people not getting scammed with that is being around that person, coming around and like really getting a feel for them. Or honestly, I'm real big on referrals. To an extent. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Because I live by this code of just because I treat you one way doesn't mean they're going to treat me that same way. That's true. Very true. You know, so it's like, I'll take the referral, but it's like, I still need to get a feel. And that's, and that's, I think that's something mm-hmm. that gets people caught up with getting scammed too, is because their friends went to this person and they went to the person. And since their friend had a good experience, they're thinking they're going to have a good experience too. And it's just kind of like there's could be lists of reasons why you don't have a good experience. Maybe because that practitioner might have it out for you. And mm-hmm. I remember I had to tell um, a client this a long time ago because she got scammed. Mm-hmm. 
I, I told her, I was like, you have to stop thinking that all spiritual people are mm-hmm. good people. Facts. And that they won't do they won't do like grimy things to people because they will and they will take advantage of you 100%. Mm-hmm. And she was real big on like, well, why? You know, that makes no sense. They're supposed to be spiritual. They're... I was like, at the end of the day, people are people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and some people, you know, if you're offering up money, and this is what I always will tell people, don't ask for don't go into a session ask requesting for something that mm-hmm. spirit didn't say was necessary. That's it. Because that person you ask for it, oh, I charge hundreds of dollars for this and they're asking for it. Okay. Let me offer it to them, even though they don't need it. And I also tell people, don't say nothing. Let me Yeah. I need I need to read you for my safety because I didn't even know what you got on you. Because sometimes yeah. in readings, I start, I start doing work, protection work. I start cleansing. I start, I do extra stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, your energy is off. Yeah. Before you tell me anything, let me shield. Let me add an extra. Yes. Let me do yes. a little bit more. Because sometimes they'd be like, oh, again, yes. Let me let me pull it out of you. Trust me, I feel it. <laughs> I'll know something if something is there. We'll get to it. Yeah, and that's that's something too that I sit here and and tell people, um, mm-hmm. don't go to a reading telling them everything because you won't know if this is conning you or not because you didn't told them everything. And mm-hmm. so of course, oh, this card means this, and this is yeah, this is what's going on, and you will never know if that person is really intuitive psychic any mm-hmm. of that because you already told them your, you already read them the book mm-hmm. you know like I, I tell like new people all the time don't tell me nothing nope. don't tell me nothing let me do the reading let's see what spirit has to say if you mm-hmm. have questions ask questions at the end <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we go from there because if you tell me something, at this point, I don't need to be reading you because you're already telling me. <laughs> Sometimes I just be feeling you know. like you might you may need a, a a counselor, and I guess you just need to vent. I'm like I'm still gonna charge you for this session because it is my time. Yeah. So oh yeah. Yeah. You trying to you trying yeah. to <laughs> yeah. You know, like, tell me the story <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I'm like, okay, you need help or you need yeah. a vent. Yeah, you know, tell me the story after we do this reading, and and informing me that you got the confirmations you needed, mm-hmm. and then let's formulate a game plan. That and and speaking of the game plan thing, you know, like I I don't know how other practitioners operate because mm-hmm. I don't really hang out with the spiritual community like that, mm-hmm. but. I would I would tell clients mm-hmm. when you go get a reading, if that person and I call it medicine. So if that person is mm-hmm. not giving you like the medicine, they're not giving you an to do on how to change the outcome. 
Mm-hmm. You need to bounce because why are you paying all this money for a person to tell you what you know is already going on mm-hmm. without telling you how to solve it? That's it. So it was like you paid all this money for someone to tell you what, what you already know. Tell them. That, yeah, like that, the whole yes. yes. <laughs> That right there like is the, the re- reason why I started reading. I was like, I don't need nobody to tell me. I don't need to keep paying for tarot readings because I'm like, they always tell me what I already know. Always. Yes. Yes. And, and that's like when I would sit there and I would hear people paying $350. What? For, yes, $350 or $250. For like 30 minute readings, hour readings. Man, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, well, what advice were you given? Like, what did Spirit tell you to do about this? Like, okay, Spirit told you this relationship's gonna end, or oh, you're about to lose this job, right? Things are about mm-hmm. to go downhill for you. Okay, did they tell you why? Is going to go downhill for you, and did they tell you how to turn it around? And that's what would scare a lot of people. So when people would come to me get a reading, they were like, "Oh, well, what if something? What if something bad comes out?" I'm like, "There's a solution to it." Mm-hmm. So if something bad comes out, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you get the solution, so that way we can change the outcome. Or if this is something that is happening for, you know, uh, your the ultimate best for you okay well let's see what they want you to be doing within that period of change and the period of transition mm-hmm. you know and i honestly i be i feel for people i'm like y'all are paying all this money to these people yeah who give you a little bit just so you can keep coming back spending money and that's true you know, and I'm real, and I, I, I always will tell people like that person, and even not even just spirit people, just people in general. Like, oh, that person, they are scamming. I said, but that's their hustle. I gotta respect it. You know, that's that's what they doing. But for yeah, me, it is so. You know, that's their hustle. Hey, you know, go ahead and get it how you live. You know, <laughs> do what you do. <laughs> but if someone asks me my opinion. I'm going to give it to them. Like, all right, you might not want to be messing with this person. You might not want to be doing this because you are getting conned. Yep. You know. And you know, know, um, there's some clients, I do have clients who that's their, that's their thing. They like the routine of getting a reading every now and then, like Mm -hmm. on a work decision or whatever the case may be. And they're perfectly fine with being repeat clients. But yeah, that those those kind of clients, I I definitely separate them. They're not into terror. They're not into the, being part of the practice or doing the work. They're <laughs> like, look, here's some money. Tell me what I yeah. gotta do, and yeah, yeah, I need you to do it for me, and then I'll pay you, and then I go back to my life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those, yeah. those are my favorite clients. So I'm like, you know what? I like yes. <laughs> yes, and and that's the all my clients. Are repeat clients. These are clients. These are clients I've had for years. They've been with me on my entire journey, you know, of not, you know, of teeter tottering between close practice yeah. and fully stepping in. So they've been with the entire process, 
And even like now that I'm having new people come to me. And it's funny because I I don't know what type of clients other people do, but I will always I was like, my clients are like the sweetest. Like they're yeah. so kind, they're so sweet, like they are so understanding. And even mm-hmm. new people, I'm like, my clients be thanking me. Even just like when they randomly message me needing advice, you know, they're like, I'm gonna send you a donation, you know, mm-hmm. or, or something. I'm like, my clients are very sweet. But what began to like kind of like side eye a little bit other people is like the fact that new people who are coming to me, you know, mm-hmm. they are kind of like feeling bad for talking so long, right? Like they're like, I'm so yeah. sorry to talk your head off. And I'm like, don't be, don't apologize. I'm, like, I'm just happy that you feel comfortable enough to continuously talk to me about this situation because obviously you trust me. Yes. Hey. You know. I know I love this conversation. (laughs) It's time. It's time. It's time. I I would love to do this again maybe tomorrow. I I, I have some free time tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's, Let's do this tomorrow. Um, so we'll go ahead and put a pin on this. Yes. And tomorrow we'll just have a whole other topic because I got another topic anyways for you. <laughs> There's like 20 topics, but you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have other, other phone calls to make and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, it's already 9 o'clock on my time. Mambo Ange is booked and busy, y'all. Just want to let y'all know. <laughs> she, is, she, is, she is booked and busy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for even taking the time out of your night to jump nope. on here with us. No problem. You enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will we will do this again tomorrow. Oh, alrighty. <laughs> thank you so uh, much. Good night, everyone. All right. Bye. So, as you heard, that was the conversation with Mambo and, right, she is a Mambo in Haitian voodoo. Um, If you would like to check her out and follow her on social media, she is on TikTok. Her name is Mambo Ange, okay, M-A-N-B-O underscore A-N-G-E. Okay, definitely check her out. She is good people. Um... Now, some additional things when it comes to the scammers in the community, right? I have this rule of if you are working with an advisor, okay, if you're working with a practitioner, your life should have some change in it and it should be changed for the better. Now, granted, sure, the quote-unquote chaotic things, right? Certain things coming to an end. That is normal because it is a change ultimately for the greater good. Remember that. So a lot of people think when, you know, oh, they lost their job. Oh, you know, a friendship has ended this, that, or third. Okay, well, let's check and see if this is due to something negative or is this because there is something being lined up for you, right? So it definitely does require some investigation. But if you have been working with a practitioner for six months to a year and your life has not improved, it's time to go. It's time to find someone else. And that's what I mean by the work ain't working, right? 
Another thing is, are you learning from this person, right? I'm real big on, at least with my clients, uh, let me close that. I'm real big on, with my clients, I don't want you to be dependent on me. My sole goal is to get you able to stand up on your own feet. I am here to guide you and help you always, but I don't want you to always look at me to make decisions for you, right? I will give you guidance when needed, but I do not want you to be dependent on me, right? I want you to build these relationships with your spirit team. I want you to be able to communicate with them, right? And I continue to help you on your journey however needed. So if you are dealing with a practitioner and you notice that they only give you a little bit here and then they charge you, then they give you a little bit there and they charge you. And it's like, why didn't you give me all this information at first? Why, you know, so if you are noticing that, you need to go somewhere else, okay? Be around someone you are learning from. You should constantly be learning. Every day you should learn something new, okay? That that was something that I heard growing up. Every day you should learn something new. You should always have, it can be just the smallest thing, right? Learn something new, right? Are you seeing improvements within your own spiritual development? Now, this doesn't mean that you too become a practitioner, right? It just means developing spiritually with your gifts because we all have gifts, right? Are you developing a better relationship with, you know, creator, with your spirit, with your ancestors, with your spirit guides, right? You There should be some things, okay? Are you... It, there are... A lot of signs that are very obvious. However, we tend to overlook those things, right? Just like when our mom would say, go grab, oh, we would ask them, where's the remote? Where's the remote? And they're like, you not looking, right? And you're like, I am looking. And the remote literally be right in front of us. It's the same thing of these things are right in front of us, but we tend, we're, we're overlooking it, right? We're overlooking it. We're looking too hard, you know? Um... Some other things when it comes to scammers. I personally, and I again, I don't know how that practitioners work. I do not tell a person that they need um, spell work done. That is not something we work on, right? We will in, we will work on whatever spirit says, and spirit is not sitting here telling a person they need to do spell work. They always have some like internal work going on right it's always something that is it's very simple and that's what I feel like a lot of people aren't aware of is that when spirit is giving you tasks to do it's tasks that are internal right of they want you to get better with planning they want you to stop juggling so much they want you to prioritize right they want you to deal with some trauma that you have because that trauma is affecting you in certain things so don't think like when you go into reading spirits gonna tell you, oh, you need to do a seven-day money candle. You, no, they're most likely gonna say you need to prioritize your spending, you need to budget, right? These are things that they literally will tell you. So if you're dealing with a practitioner and you come for a reading and they're like, Oh, we're gonna have to and mainly when it comes to relationship readings, they'll sit here and say, Oh, yeah, this relationship, 
you know, this is going on. You need to do a love spell. You need to do a love spell on this person. Red flag, right? Red flag, okay? Penalty <laughs> at the 50-yard line, okay? No, right? No. And, and this is a thing of do not think that, and there's this meme on, on social media of, Don't think I'm just all love and light because, you know, I can get like this in a heartbeat, right? Not every practitioner has your best interest, you know? A lot of practitioners will literally just give you an inch to keep you coming back because you are now the cash cow. If you have not watched Princess and the Frog, watch Princess and the Frog. The Shadow Man is a perfect example of a scammer, (laughs) okay? That is a perfect example. He was very charming, very persuasive, right? He sold the dream to this man, right? And he also didn't tell the man, like, the fine print, right? So all these things, you should feel a sense of peace. You should feel a sense of calmness when you are around a practitioner, right? A, a practitioner that you're seeking to receive service from. Like you should feel something outside of anxiousness, right? Or at least that's how my clients feel when they're around me. Like they feel very calm, at peace, like very, very open arms, loving energy is what they feel, very nurturing, right? And if you are around a practitioner and your stomach is turning, right? You're very anxious, like you're a little paranoid. That's your spirit, right? Telling you, get out, right? Get out. Something is not right. And I give this advice to my clients all the time, you know, when they come for readings. Of Sometimes the answer is not going to be given to you right away. You must wait for that confirmation. You must wait for that clarification down the line but right now you need to trust this instinct and make do what is asked right make that decision to do what is being asked and wait for the confirmation because if they give you the confirmation right now it's not going to make sense you must see these things play out right there's some things that probably haven't happened yet that's going to happen down the line so wait for it okay so those are some additional things to be on the lookout for, of making sure you can learn from this person. Has your life improved? Has there been a change, right? Is this person helping you? Don't, uh, again, I talk about mind, body, and spirit so much on here that there literally needs to be a sense of peace and calmness that is going on in your life, okay? You should not be feeling anxious and paranoid and scared all the time. And you have a spiritual advisor and a practitioner that you're constantly going to. Okay. Now, uh, again, I don't know how other practitioners operate. I don't, I don't really have these conversations much about what they do. And honestly, I, I'm always on the move. Okay. I have this rule of thumb of getting a reading every three months. If you need, a quick answer, like you have something that happened and like you want, you know, just some clarification. Okay, sure. Get that. But full-blown readings. 
the rule of thumb for me is every three months. I don't feel it's necessary to go every month to get a reading on something, right? I don't feel two months, eh. every three months, yes, for sure, okay? So if you're constantly getting a reading on a situation, like if you're going for a reading every two weeks, every month, and the situation has not changed at all, okay, start looking a little, start, start kind of questioning things a little bit, right? And then this honestly can just go on and on and on, okay? But the two main things, your life must be improving and you have to be elevating. You must be learning something so that way you can stand on your own. Because if you're dealing with a practitioner and they are kind of like trying to make you their minion, like they want you to constantly come ask them questions. They don't want you to build a relationship with your They're not teaching you how to build a relationship with your own spirit, right? Question that because it is your right to have these relationships with your spirit. No one can stand in between you and your ancestors. No one can stand in between you and creator, your spirit team, right? These are your personal relationships. So no one should honestly have a better relationship with your ancestors other than you. <laughs> so if this reader has a better relationship with your ancestors, ask them how you can build that relationship or if you ask and they haven't given you any help start going somewhere else right because there are practitioners who will 100% see your life see your gifts see how great you can be they're not going to tell you and they're going to keep you in that place and you won't live up to that potential right so that's that's what I'm going to give you tonight because, honestly, there's more things to be on the lookout for. But, honestly, oh, one thing, last thing before I get off. Another thing to look for is the practitioner life prosperous, right? <clears throat> is the practitioner's life going well? Look at that, right? Because think about it when it comes to cooking. We're, at least me. I'm not about to eat at somebody's house who has 10 cats and 10 dogs and the cats is all up on the counters. I'm not eating at their house, right? So if you are getting work done by someone who, like, for example, you're wanting to get money work done by a practitioner and they are in serious debt, they are being, a, you know, couch hopping, they have a hundred repos, they don't have employment, like they don't have income coming in. How are you going to get work done by that person? Right? How are you going to get work done by that person? Because work as a practitioner, we're sharing our energy. You are getting our energy. That is why when people get these problems, spiritual, oh, the energy field. Oh, it's a lot of energy. Yeah, because the practitioner is putting their energy in that they are sharing that. Okay? So when you're getting work done, be mindful of who you're getting work done by. Okay? And I'm going to leave that with you guys. And may you listen to that. May you look at these things, right? And from there, 
go on because also realize there's a difference between a practitioner and a reader. A reader does not mean they do spiritual work. Okay, they can just read. A practitioner does actual work. They do actual spiritual work. Okay, so don't go to a tarot reader if you're not a practitioner and you're asking for them to do work for you. They don't, that's not their domain. They'll do it for you, of course, because you're paying money. <laughs> Some, I don't know many practitioners that will turn away clients, that will turn away money. I don't know too many that will do that. Okay, so there's that. Um, some great updates, you guys. June 20th, I will be posting the link. If you live in Houston, I'm posting a link for the group chat for classes because I will officially start teaching. I put it off for so many years. Um, I'm officially going to be stepping into that role of teaching. You guys already, a lot of you guys already know that I give advisements and I teach, you know, after my readings and, and whatnot. I teach my readings and whatnot. Um, so I'll be posting that information on my Instagram for you guys to join. So the classes will be bi-weekly. Okay. I will work on virtually teaching, but let me right now just get in the swing of teaching people in person outside of just little quick TikTok videos and, and what I teach on here too. So this is another way that I teach as well. Um, the main reason why I'm focusing on teaching in-person class at this moment is simply because a lot of things, the energy must be felt, okay? And there's only certain things you can experience from being in person, right? It's just like learning from a book. Yeah, you can learn from a book, but once it's applied, it's different right so if you don't live in texas and you're wanting you know to learn don't worry i'm pretty sure spirit will guide me somewhere down the line to start traveling with it okay and, I, and there's also some more great things that i have in store that everyone will be able to attend okay so be on the lookout for that june 20th it'll be on my instagram story um, continue to check out my website, um, Casa de Agos Dulces. Continue to check that out um, because I will also be posting some updates and things of that nature on there as well. I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, I thank you so much for your support. Please share these episodes with other people. If you have not subscribed already, please subscribe. So you guys enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your evening, the rest of your week and weekend. And see you next time.